and welcome to this week's edition of the Getting Ahead Podcast by David Mark Shaw. Your weekly podcast on all things digital, technology, and what it means to you, the small business owner. We will have super smart guests and actionable insights each and every week to help you get ahead. Hi there and welcome to episode 11 of the Getting Ahead podcast with me, David Shaw. So this week, this uh, the episode is inspired by a piece of post actually, which is... Uh Quite an interesting uh, concept in itself today uh, and leads itself quite well. So the item I received through the post um, was a magazine um, for the local area. Um, Really, really small, even less than sort of A5. um, But it was a type of community magazine that was um, basically a a community ad magazine. So the way these magazines work are that they get local businesses to um, advertise in them uh, and then the company... the promise of distributing that um, and the idea is that as people read through the magazine and read through the adverts if there's something that they're actually looking for they will pick up the phone and uh, and place orders with the local businesses um, and I've got a little bit of an issue with this concept in, in today's society you know um, you heard might have heard some um, Gary Vaynerchuk say in the past you know about marketing in the year that we live in um, and I really believe in this concept and I just think that it was amazing to me as I flicked through it I felt as though I was probably doing more than most now i just want to put a bit of subtext into this in that i do appreciate that there are certain generations of people that may well still flick through these kind of uh paper-based magazines that are full of adverts um and still use these um to pick up um plumbers and carpenters in their local area there there's definitely still an audience for that um, but it's a diminishing audience. I think that generation is slowly, even so now, you know, there's some recent um, statistics around the uh, Twitter users, in particular new Twitter users, as of 2015, all between sort of the ages of 46 and 60 years old, um, that are now sort of engaging more and more in social networks. Um, so the audience is becoming fragmented without a doubt, and it is certainly becoming less. And yet, Hundreds, and I mean hundreds, of local businesses uh, in the area that I live in, and I'm sure in the area that you live in, are still spending hundreds of pounds on advertising. Now, don't get me wrong about advertising. Um, after much debate and after much research, I'm slowly starting to form an opinion on advertising. Um, and where that currently sits today is that I believe there actually is a place for advertising. Um, and I believe that that sits in any awareness campaign. So if you want to make somebody aware of your product, service or cause, then um, advertising could be a good way of doing it. Now, there was, I think it's, it needs to be part of, an, of the entire marketing mix. It can't be done necessarily standalone. And without having your digital presence in place and uh, and correctly put in place so your your website converts and it teaches and you have regular content and video um potentially even audio um and an email and social all the things all lined up correctly with a marketing strategy then i think that advertising can play a part um and could even be done quite cleverly in conjunction with some digital elements but To be done as a standalone sales tool, I think, is becoming less and less effective. So it just absolutely amused me, the the amount of adverts and the amount of money that this this sort of one iteration of this magazine must have generated in terms of financial gain for those guys. 
for quarter page, tiny little, teeny little squares of adverts, as well as full pages. Now, there was a little bit of content in there, and although it wasn't labelled correctly as sponsored content, which I think possibly should have done, it was out, without a doubt, it was sponsored content, you know, and the, the content contained of, um, of a sales pitch, ultimately. Um, the only difference was it was put through in a way that it was editorial, but I, what I refer to as sponsored content. Um, so there was a little bit of that, but ultimately, it, the whole thing was just was complete sales pitches. And like I say, from absolutely everything you could imagine to motorised scooters for the elderly, to plumbers, carpenters, restaurants, estate agents, you name it, um, everybody uh, and their man and their dog was advertising in this thing. And I just wonder um, what the return on investment was like. Now, maybe it just takes one or two bookings for them to make the advert to make it worthwhile. But my question is, I wonder just how effective was that money in terms of longevity you know uh, you know a, a well produced video or or even a piece of audio content like this will get your pitch right and will educate your audience and ultimately will keep selling for you 247365 and lasts for years as long as the content is relevant it will just last and last and you can keep distributing that content um, at very little cost if any cost at all um so it, it really did intrigue me as to um Again, how many companies were spending it? And some of them must be spending absolutely hundreds of pounds and probably doing this five, six, seven, eight times a year. Um, and I'd love to, I'd be fascinated to see the measurements of that and to see how, how effective that was. And then doing a little bit of research on some of the companies in there that were actually listing websites. They just they hadn't embraced digital at all. They'd um, paid lip service to a website and done an online brochure that basically said, this is what we do, here's how to contact us. No teaching. And it was all about this, what I call sort of a numbers-based selling and the idea that they are just aiming for people that are ready to buy their product or service or cause right now. There was nothing, absolutely nothing for people that are not necessarily ready to buy right now. Um, and, th- and that's all they're concentrating their efforts on. And if you just imagine how many people out there, you know, in terms of an audience that you have, are ready to buy right now, it's very, very small. Now, unless you're actually serving in the commodity market, then that's something very different, because, of course, people need bread and they need milk and they need it every single day. So that's something where, you obviously, you, people are always going to be requiring your product on a regular basis. And maybe that's the industry you're in, in which case maybe there is more of a place for advertising to take place but a lot of these ones were decisions where they might not need you right now but isn't it best to build rapport and build relationships with these people and enable them to buy at a time when that's ready for them um so personally i i find the subject fascinating um and i i find the amount of money that gets spent into it absolutely fascinating and what this just proves to me is to where we are in the marketplace right now um in terms of in terms of digital marketing, in terms of educating our audiences, um, the SME, the very small local business, is still operating exactly the same way they have done for the last 15, 20 years. Now, from my understanding, that's not working. And from the people I meet at networking, it's not working any longer, this push-based marketing, um, this buy-my-product-right-now um, philosophy. Uh, and I genuinely think that we're going through that transition period right now where the bigger companies obviously are getting it. They're, they're investing heavily into uh, content marketing and the platforms that support it. And it's not that expensive, guys. The majority of the tools that can be done are absolutely free. 
this podcast costs me around three pounds a month. That's it, just three pounds a month and then about 20 minutes of my time a week. It's really nothing. You think about the, the message you can possibly get across and hopefully I'm adding value to you, otherwise you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. So I think we're in that transition period. I think that it's time that more and more smaller businesses start understanding the way we buy has fundamentally changed. I absolutely take on board. This all depends on the industry that you work in and the product or service that you do provide. But I think it's something that does to, to be taken a little bit more seriously now. And that for business owners who I appreciate, this is the last thing you want to hear, the business is changing and the way we do business is changing. And you've got to learn a whole new skill set and a whole new way of engaging and uh, and keeping your customers. You know, the retention is the new acquisition, guys. Um, and people talk and social tools are something that are in everybody's life and mobile phones are in everybody's pockets and it is changing the way we live our lives. Technology, the internet and our minds and, our, and more importantly our habits are completely changing. We've got access to unlimited amounts of information whenever we want it um, and as a result of it without a shadow of a doubt the buying process has changed for 99% of us and I just love for small businesses to get round that to rally behind it to maybe spend a little bit of time helping themselves to understand who their audience are how they buy or how they want to buy um, and there's so much free resource out there I do this podcast because I want to teach as many people as I can the best ways of buying today the best ways of doing business today in a digital age and if I can help you move that one more step along the journey to understanding the new ways of doing business in 2015 and beyond then then that's great that's what that's my objective for doing my blog posts my podcast and my personal website um so that's it really today i think it was just a really interesting um thing that as i say came through the post which again is another whole discussion in itself about you know direct mail and uh, and the relevance of that i've even heard people say to me you know people will look at the direct mail on the way to the bin which is true but i just found it fascinating that that's the measurement what we're getting down to now is we know that people are putting this stuff straight in the bin um and yet we're still printing it. It costs a lot of money. Uh, we're still sending it out via the post or we're advertising in these magazines or local newspapers. And I just think, again, look at your local newspaper next time, guys. If it's anything like the ones we get in Kent, um, it is 90% advertising and 90% non-targeted, not relevant. Um, but still interesting that this model today still exists. And the question I leave for myself and for everyone else is, how long is this going to last for? How long is this print-based media and this advertising and push-based marketing going to continue for? I think it's still got some legs. I think business owners are still in that mindset, and it's for um, the new generation of business owners that hopefully they see the new ways of doing business. Anyway, that's it for me today, guys. Really appreciate it, and look forward to speaking to you soon. Take care, guys.